she could shoot up to four ping pong balls out of her ass. She said she'd been practicing. Guys, welcome back to the Degenerates Uncensored Podcast. I'm Soren, and I'm here with my other co-host, Ryan. What's up? What's going on? What's going on? Good to be back. Yeah, after a nice week off that we had for Thanksgiving. How was your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was a good time. You know, we all went up, uh, or not we all, just myself. Uh, myself and the family went up on uh, Friday. Thanksgiving was just like me and like the, like the parents and sister, grandma. Five of us just had a good little Thanksgiving. And then Saturday, uh, Friday, we went up to Orange County um, with like the whole fam for like my aunt's 80th birthday. Uh, took, we, we had like all the, all the people together. It was a good time. Hell yeah. Good, all right. Nice. Celebration. What did you do? Um, I went up to Temecula Thursday, spent it with the grandparents. My dad was in town. You know, we were just kind of oh, nice. Papa Krinsky. Oh yeah. He made, he made an appearance in oh, San yeah. Diego. In Temecula. How's, how's, how's the guy doing? I haven't seen him um, in like six years. Yeah, he's doing well. He, let's see, he was, he flew in, I think, Thursday morning with his girlfriend, dro- drove up to Temecula, and then spent the night in Temecula with me, and then he drove to Palm Springs the next day with his girlfriend, and they just chilled in Palm Springs all weekend. There it is. That's um, a good time. Oh, yeah, and then also, it's Hanukkah tonight, so tonight would be the third, third night. night. Third night. Tomorrow is the fourth night. So when this comes out, it'll be the fourth night. So, you know, any of the Jews out there, happy Hanukkah. Happy know? Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to all y'all. Also, I just Ru- want to say. My roommate's uh, Jewish. She's celebrating Hanukkah right now. You're celebrating, ha- celebrating Hanukkah. Way to go, everybody. It, the, one of the things that I love about LA is just seeing, like, driving through West Hollywood, seeing these Bentleys with huge menorahs on the top of their cars. Like, that's the, like, the only thing. But just the most LA Jewish thing I've ever seen. And yeah, there right. were just, yeah. And the Hasidic Jews just walking all around them. And I was thinking, wow, this is, this is pride right here. This is pride. This is Jewish pride it's your, right here. It's your pride right now. It's your pride. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. Take it and run with it. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into the headlines. So ASAP Rocky. Starting about pride. You went from Jewish pride. I'm going to black pride. ASAP Rocky did the thing. He got Rihanna pregnant. That's what the ultimate goal for any guys in life is. So uh, telling, judging by your expression there, so I don't think you heard. It came out earlier mm-hmm. today. ASAP Rocky is, uh, got Rihanna pregnant. So just hope ASAP sticks around as a father. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, you know, if but, I was him, I wouldn't be leaving Rihanna. Hell no. Nah. Oh, no. Um, I wouldn't be running anyway. I, well, wouldn't be running. Sorry. I got a, I got a text asking when I'm running. I'll fucking run. Um, yeah, no. Nah, if I if I was if I was ASAP, I'm staying right there, um, going going all the way. There I saw go, that. Uh, yeah, you know, nice little nice little clap. I saw that Rihanna also she got something from Barbados because she's Barbadosin Barbadosin. No, a barbarian. <laughs> I don't know that either. <laughs> no, that's not it either. But. From Barbados. Yeah, she got some sort of achievement from the government there. Like she's an official ambassador, maybe. I don't know. Hey, there you go. Way to go, Rihanna. 
Yeah, I saw I saw that. Yeah, we'll give her we'll give her another round of applause. Give them both a round of applause. Hell yeah. You know who we're not gonna give a round of round of applause to is Delaine Maxwell. Uh her trial, oh I God. guess, started a few days ago. It's it's not even heavily covered, which is like its own thing. You know, like it's its own thing there. But uh I haven't really kept too many tabs on it. I'm just surprised she's still alive. You would have for sure thought that she would have died by now or, you know, well, committed suicide. No, I think I think it started today. And uh, for anyone who doesn't know, Ghislaine Maxwell is the lover of Jeffrey Epstein. Um, she was, like, fleeing after Jeffrey Epstein got caught. She was, like, in France, and then she went to England. And then and she got caught in New Jersey. No, New Hampshire. How- New Hampshire, sorry, one of the news. How dumb do you have to be to come back to the States? Like, if you're on the run for those charges, how dumb do you have to be to just go back to your own house? Well, I think, okay, so what I was reading way back when she got caught, whatever it was, like a year ago, um, she was hiding out there for a long time. And so they thought that she went to those countries, but in reality, mm. she may have just been hiding out in New Hampshire, like in a cabin up in the woods and how it's they homicide. caught her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And how they caught her was like, there was mail being delivered to a PO box and it was like under one of her alias names. And so that's mm. how they, they were able to finally figure out that that's who she was. So imagine you're like on the run and you get caught by one of your like magazine subscriptions. Just yeah, imagine imagine you get an uh, you get caught from like a mail for yeah exactly a fucking magazine or like Costco membership. Yeah, GQ yeah. something like that. Earthquake insurance if that's what you, if that's what brings you down. Oh, that'd be tough. <laughs> I mean, okay, well <laughs> that's 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 tough. Okay, let's move into uh, I guess our friendsgiving. Wait, did you? No, you didn't make it to the Friendsgiving. I did not make it. Um, bad friend, my bad. Uh, yeah, I didn't make it to the Friendsgiving, uh, but you guys had one. Uh, heard it was interesting. Heard it went well. Heard it was a lot. Uh, heard it was a good time. Um, yeah. All right. I'm just gonna bash <laughs> Sydney real quick here and Kylie. I don't. To care. be fair, I found out about this about three hours before it was supposed to take place. Nobody told me. I just happened to have a conversation with Kylie, one of the hosts. And then she's like, are you coming by the way? We haven't heard anything. And I was like, I haven't heard anything either. So. All right. So like, once again, like it it was just, it was not, I was talking to, to Taylor and Sydney the night before. And they're like, yo, you should, uh, instead of coming us coming to LA to go see group love because Taylor's not vaccinated, you should just come down tomorrow night and we'll do th- Friendsgiving. And we're like, okay, sounds good. And then Sydney was like, all right, well, we'll just invite like our friends and I'll invite some people. And we're like, okay, like, sounds good. And you know, you texted the next day, like, so what's this Friendsgiving? And we're like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's tonight. <laughs> and, and you're like, thanks for telling me guys are like, oh, I thought that was Sydney's job um so yeah i'll throw sydney under the bus here as well because she promised pizza okay mm-hmm. motherfucking pizza motherfucking what pizza. is she yeah motherfucking pizza and i'm like i called him i don't know i was probably 45 minutes away from pb driving down from la starving it's like eight o'clock yeah i was on the phone with you you were starving you were like bro if there's not pizza there i'm gonna be upset 
Yeah. And so I'm like, all right, Sydney is, or I called Taylor. I was like, Taylor, is the pizza going to be there by the time I get there? And he was like, uh, probably like a little bit afterwards. So I was like, okay, so, all right, that's, that's fine. Whatever. I get there and I'm like, all right, I go right up to Sydney and I'm like, where's the pizza? Is it coming? And she's like, she says, we haven't even ordered it yet. And I just was saying like, all right, that's fine. I'm going to order myself some days because you promised me pizza. There was no pizza. So I ordered Dave's chicken, hot chicken, and PB. Gas. Fire. Absolutely gas. Fire. Then just move on from there. I just want to say, though, I started a movement because everyone saw that I got Dave's chicken delivered to me. And everyone's like, oh, we want Dave's chicken. And so half the people left and walked to go get Dave's chicken. But just to, like, this whole atmosphere was just off. Like, it was clearly just off. Like, no hate, Sydney and Kylie. I'm sorry. but have your group of girls like friends just kind of like all awkward over in the corner and then there's like me taylor and our other friend mao just sitting on the couch you're like there's there's no mingling going on i'm not saying that we did a great job of mingling with your friends but also y'all's friends didn't really seem like they want to mingle with us so just to make matters worse it made it so much more awkward see this is why I, I mean, I do wish I was there because, like, I'll get everybody mingling. I'll, I'll find a way. If there's a will, there's a way. Whether, I don't know how. Maybe we're playing Duck, Duck, Goose, but, like, you know. Hey, I just want to shout out our, our, our friend Mao's girlfriend because she was, she was doing a good job of mingling with the other girls because she, I don't think she knew any of them. So she just started talking to them and everything. But it was just one of these moments where I was just thinking, like, what is happening? Why? This isn't a Friendsgiving. This is just everyone here is drinking. This is a PTA. There's no food. Yeah, exactly. There's like, there's no food. I came here for the food. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so overall, Friendsgiving could have been better. And I'm sorry, Sydney and Kylie, but y'all did a bad job. I expect yeah. better from you. Y'all Spend coach. it with the friends, but the rest of it, the rest of it sounds like it was a miss. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was an air ball. There was no food. It was like me shooting a three. Yeah, exactly. Or me. Or me. Oh, there we go. Either one of us shooting a three. God. Speaking of friends and friends-related things, as you'll see, my background, Sunset Cliffs, cool little, like, fog bank rolling in there. Uh, kind of made for a great, great little picture opportunity. But uh, went on a date on Sunday. Um, we'll just leave the name out. Went on a date. Really cool. Uh Went to Sunset Cliffs, obviously, as, like, stop number one. And then uh, a good little conversation. We went and got pho. Everything was really go- going really well. Um, the woman I went on a date with is, 20- is 27. Uh, turns out her ex's name, though, exact same name as me, uh, being Ryan, uh, also a black guy. Um, so it just wasn't, wasn't really able to work. Uh, they kind of, they, like, Broke up back in like April-ish after being together for about five-ish years. So I guess, you know, starting to date a dude whose name is the exact same as the person you just like ended things with, maybe not great. Um, so it is what it is. Ain't over though. We, uh, we shoot our shots around here. So 
Yeah. Okay, so what's 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 the next step here? Like, where you where? What, yeah, what's I don't know step? the next step. We're just gonna see. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if maybe she can call me a different name. You know, maybe Leo. You guys know me as Snake. So Leo, the you know astrology shit, bro. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other. I don't have nicknames. I've been Ryan or Snake my entire life. Is she is she an astrology girl? No. Okay, not I, even a little bit. Are you an uh, astrology girl? Not even at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> um no like i don't know i'm just thinking of nicknames because i have none i can't do my middle name because that's the name of the ex's best friend who of course right <laughs> how how so, oh, what? okay this 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 just oh my god there's oh and get this her best friend from, from sixth grade is has worked at the coffee shop that i go to every morning of my life and they've been best friends since sixth grade. And obviously I've known the girl that works at the coffee place for about three years because that's how long she's worked there. So I see her like every morning, have a little conversation with her on a first name basis. Just too many small world interconnections, I guess. So is what it is. You know, we, we're, we're out here. Okay. I got to ask though, because. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've known you for a long time and there's not many dates that come around with you. So what made this girl special enough to go on a date with her? I didn't just want to fuck her. Okay. She had a cool personality. Like, it was, okay. All right. I mean, you was, know, I, that's fine. You know, you can appeal to me two ways. You can be hot or you can have a cool personality. If you have a cool, cool personality, I'm probably going to want to go on a date with you. Or also, this kind of leads into our next subject, uh, kind of. So I'll just kind of get us there. Um, I met her on Bumble. And you have Bumble, you have Tinder. I, I got banned on Hinge. But you have Bumble, you have Tinder. <laughs> so they're two different. Those are two different places. The people I meet on Tinder, I think I've been on one date in my entire life with people I've met off Tinder. There's, there's a clear, there's a reason why we're on Tinder, you know? That's it's it's like a, it's like having a game on your phone. You're trying to win. So um, that's 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 that app. I met her on Bumble. Bumble's kind of where you go to like actually go on a date. So uh, met her on Bumble, started chatting. Uh, and you, yeah, you know, just kind of happened. She lives a busy schedule. So I was just like, hit me up when you're free. And she did. Went out just to like kind of see the vibe. Vibe was good. But turns out too many inter too, too many small world things. So. Yeah, it is what it is. We're all good. I mean, speaking of Bumble, I got fucking banned from Bumble, which is so Again. stupid. <laughs> like, I don't even know why. Like, I'm so confused. Like, like you don't right. know why this time. You don't know why you got banned this time. This time. <laughs> Last time, maybe a little sus. <laughs> I will say, you know, this girl had in her bio said, like, I don't <laughs> skip leg day. And I was like, okay, and she just hit me with a hey, because like girls, come on, like you got you got to get better like, pickup lines. I like on Bumble, like come on, like it's it's their job to message first. You got to do something. Like, well, if if you're gonna like, you wouldn't respond to me if I said hey. Like exactly. I'm not gonna. Like we know that they have tits, but like you got to respond with something cool. Yeah, like you can't it's, just say hey. Yeah. So, anyways, I respond. With something along the lines of, let me give, it was something between, along the lines or between the legs of, 
You have thick thighs, crush my skull, please. Something along those there lines. And literally like three or four hours later, no, I, it was probably like 12 hours later because I think I sent that before I went to bed. I woke up, went on Bumble. It said like you, your account has been locked or banned. And I was like, okay, so that's cool. I guess I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> but see, here's the thing. I've done that on Tinder like seven times this week. You don't get banned on there. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like encourage behavior on Tinder because that's what you're there for. Apparently, yeah. it's frowned upon on the Bumble. Yeah. And um, so I was able to make another account and I didn't do like, I was like, all right, like I'm going to tiptoe this. I don't want to you know, <laughs> do anything too crazy. So I, in your Jordan. yeah, I didn't send anything risky, nothing remotely close to sus. And out of the blue, they just banned me again. And these are like, those are the two of the three login options that I can do on Bumble. My only other login option is Facebook. And I tried doing that. And now Facebook has this verification where it sends like a verification code to four of your friends on Facebook. And they, you have to call them up and ask them for the verification code. What? Yeah. And can it just send you into the metaverse? And <laughs> Zuckerberg, let's get this shit going, man. Come on, Zuck. Four of my Facebook friends. I don't have four Facebook friends. I haven't used that shit since sixth grade. I know. And literally three of the four were people I hadn't spoken to since I was on Facebook. That's so tough. So that's just an RIP. That's RIP, man. Like I I wrote a very angry email (laughs) to Bumble. I was like angry email. Yeah, I went full on Karen. Like I was like. Y'all suck. What the fuck? You banned me. I didn't do anything. I'm just trying to live my life, trying to meet people in LA. Y'all are out here just ruining everything. What if I met love on there? Like, you know, now I'm not going to meet love on there. What? That's too bad. Sorry, Romeo. Maybe next time. Like, so... I mean... Go ahead. Finish your No, it's just... I'm just so... It's so annoying. Like... That's so gotta annoying. be so annoying, man. Like, I mean, there's obviously a difference between Bumble, Tinder, and Hinge. I'll be dead honest. I don't know what I got banned on Hinge for. It was like three years ago. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, I sent a lot of messages on there. None of them were like, like, some were maybe R-rated. None were like, please crush my skull. Like... <laughs> Not saying I disapprove of the message, because again, <laughs> I've sent the same message, but like, I don't know what it was that got me banned on Hinge. So Hinge, Hinge honestly is not it. Like, in terms of the three, like Bumble's probably the coolest, except the girl has to message first, and half of them are just too scared to, and the other half just say like, hi. You got to hope for the 2% that actually slide in with like a good pickup line. So yeah. Like, uh, luckily I was able to start talking to this girl, but there was this one girl that like hit me with the old vending machine pickup line. And I was like, she, she was like, uh, she said, what is it like B2 please or whatever. And I knew yeah. exactly where it was going. Cause that's like, you know, one of the old easy that's pickup lines, ones. but I just played along with it. She's like, Oh, I thought you were a snack or whatever. I was trying to pick you out from the vending machine. 
So yeah. I was able to get her info. This was like the week before I got banned. But what the fuck, man? Like, I just, like it's, I'm mad. Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, I, right, for example, not for example, but this is just kind of going off what you can do on Tinder versus, I guess, what you can't do on Bumble or Hinge. So the girl I went on a date with, I brought her tacos yesterday before I got friend zone. Um, that was actually what led to me getting friend zone was there was a whole conversation we had when I got there about like, oh, my ex Ryan came over and it was like, oh, nope, can't do that. So that's the, the gist of how that one uh, occurred. But anyway, as I'm over there, we're having like a solid conversation because conversation was A1. So we're over there uh, just having a good little chat. And she's like, I don't use Tinder because it like boosts my ego too much because like of all the power that you have over guys. And I was like, you should make a Tinder right now. And she's like, okay, I'll choose the pictures. But like you go on, you do all the swiping, you talk to all the people. And I was like, that sounds like fun. I'll do it. So she makes a Tinder with all of her pictures or whatever. As soon as she's done, all the likes, 99 plus immediately, as you know, you would expect. So basically, as soon as you swipe right, it's a fucking match. So naturally, anybody named Ryan, I matched with because duh. Um, and then, but we would, I would just, we would, we would send like absurd fucking DMs to these people. Like we would shoot our shot first some of the time. Most of the time, they hop in, they hop in the DMs so quick. Um, like also she's, she's pretty attractive. So like, I could see why they would message so quickly because we were matching with some like fours, but uh, like we, I slid in with, uh, Hey, my stomach hurts. Could you come help me get my guts rearranged? Uh, that was one of okay. the ones we, we started. Well, that with. one's, that uh, one's, that one's an obvious going to get like attention. Yeah. That, these that are all, no, yeah. we, we were sending in the classic pickup lines. We were sending in the classics just to like, just to like see what they would say um just to like just feel it out uh, also i learned as a person as a guy that's on tinder yikes just so every other dude like i was on there and i was swiping through and i was like i look like a 15 next to all these people like it was insane how bad most of their pictures were and like their bios so many military guys like thanks for the service but like man y'all are toxic so it was it was so much and it was so funny so we uh i hit this one we started matching with like older people uh to just try and fuck with them so we matched with some like 42 year old black guy um yeah and i slid in to the dms on her account obviously and said uh Oh, I need to do my laundry. Will you help me put a load in or something like that? Um, or I don't know. It was something about taking a load. I don't know. Uh, she had a bunch of pickup lines on her phone as I have on mine. So like we obviously went on hers because they were from a woman's perspective. So, but like, that's basically, we just had a good like two hours doing that on Hinge. And then we ended up uh, matching with one of her old, uh, like fuck buddies so we had to shut that operation down because uh yeah we had to yeah. shut we shut the operation yeah. down also by then it was like almost midnight so like that's a top okay i have a question for you if you if you see people you know on tinder oh, swipe or right. bumble okay all right okay that's that's what i do too because especially back at school if i saw girls from my college on there 
I would just want to swipe right. And if they match with me, I would just would just to make it awkward. Yes. Awkward as possible. You got to shoot your shot. You got to shoot the most absurd shot you've ever shot. Like not to make it go in to make it be awkward. Cause it's so funny. Cause like, obviously it's not that awkward. Like we all use these fucking dating apps. It's not a goddamn secret. So like, yeah, no, a hundred percent. That's, that's all I do is I'll see some, like a few times it, I actually, all right, while we're on the subject, I was on Tinder a few years ago, about a year before COVID maybe no winter of 2019. So, um, maybe like October or something like that. I don't know. It doesn't fucking matter. Was swiping on Tinder. And there was a girl that I had gone to kindergarten through high school with. Like, so I, like we weren't friends or anything, but we like knew each other, obviously, as you do through 13 years of school. So I saw her, swiped right, and then we matched. And I was like, oh, fucking game on. So, <laughs> so I messaged her. I forget the pickup line I used, but it eventually ended up, ended up with us meeting out to go get drinks somewhere so i was like well that worked pretty well and then i fucked her in my car and then that was that but um (laughs) (laughs) so you know i guess that one worked out but like most of the time it'll be like i i swiped right i met matched with some girl that i'd known like i think went to high school with or or maybe it was uh when i was in pomona for the year um but matching was like why would you match with me? Like we go to class together and then like unmatched. And I was like, why, why does it? You swiped right too. Like you it's also, a, it's a two right. way. Like yeah. This is, this, this is a, a two way street. Come on now. So yeah, that one made no sense. I love to do it to make things awkward and funny. Like, I think that's just a treat for everybody involved. I think that actually happened to me like my freshman or sophomore year at, uh, at Samford where I swiped right on this girl and then she also swiped right on me. Obviously we matched and she said, you swiped right on me. And I was like, clearly. And then she unmatched with me. I was like, what? street here. It's a two way street here. Makes no sense. Makes no sense. So yeah, you know, it's just, Oh my gosh. Okay. Wait, I, if I know we didn't, we didn't plan on talking about this, but we got to talk about um, going out last weekend where I went out and then our friend Sam went out too. Yeah. Like, I, uh, I mean, I, I couldn't make it to that one, but yeah, I would like to know, I would like to know what you guys did. Cause it's not very right. often you get Sam out of the house. Yeah. Um, Cause so Friday night, I mean, I, I spent the whole, weekend with sam um i lost brain cells i'm proud to admit it but i lost brain cells as you do with sam so we let's see so friday night i went to a happy hour with them or with sam's family and the family across the street that we went to high school with and it just goes sideways so quickly would they start so one of one of the dads is in a group chat with a radiologist okay and so we send pictures or the radiologist sends pictures of stuff that people stick up their asses x-rays of that and there was an actual rubber fist that was like up to here like the elbow was all the way up to here inside of them because these people are going to the the ER to get this shit removed this is like 
This is like oh, going through me. That tears you up inside. That, that is was so tough. That is quite like, literally rearranging your organs. Yeah. Like, oh my god, bro. Like, that is like, okay. So that's a strong start. Yeah, like just this all the way up in there. There was another one. Yeah, there was another one. Yeah, it's not. It's not great. It's really not great at all. It's actually horrible. It's horrific. Yeah. There was another one that was like a, um, was it like a, a thing to open wine? So, you know, uh, you put, yeah, bottle Corkscrew. opener, you screw it, corkscrew. Yeah. So it's like one of the ones that has like the little flops on the top. Yeah. 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 And for whatever reason, they stuck it in like where the flops go in first. So it was like a hook. So they stuck, stuck it in like a barb. It became yes. a barb up their asshole. What a dumbass. Yes. <laughs> yes. And then another one, someone stuck an apple up their ass. An apple. Who sticks an apple up your ass? You, you've heard of you're the apple of my eye. But have you heard of you're the apple of my brown eye? Oh, God. <laughs> God, dude. Like, that's just. That an apple? An apple. Oh, my God. That is. That might like be that's, too much. That's also like, that's yeah. big. Like, depending on the apple, it's a big apple. It can be. I mean, that while was, we're on the subject of things yeah, going please. in people's butts, um, I did. This was maybe a year and a half ago. I did meet meet with a girl. Not sorry, not meet. Matched with. We did not meet. Uh, matched with a girl on Tinder, who said she could shoot up to four ping pong balls out of her ass. She said she'd been practicing. That's, 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 a, I, that's a talent, I guess. That's, Is that a talent? I, it's, it's not, not a talent, but it's also not a talent. Like you can't, that, like, you can't do that at a talent show. Like a, a, a girl who can shoot. A girl who can shoot ping pong balls out of her ass. I don't know why, but the image of a potato gun comes to mind. Like, yeah, just, yeah, I don't That's, okay. Hmm. So I guess, you know, that that's like her, her party trick. She goes to party. She's like, that's her party yeah, trick. So she hey, takes so the you ping know pong ball from BP right now? Watch this. Like. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or it's like, it's like, Hey, where'd the ping pong balls go? I don't know. And then she just fucking shoots one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bah! Bah! yeah. Oh my gosh. So Friday night, um, back yeah. onto it. They, so everyone is drunk. I am four cut waters in, or I guess, yeah, I had probably two cut waters and these two other ones that my dad gave me that were honestly really good. They're called like salt something. And I was already fairly drunk. Sam's like, I don't want to go out. But Hugo hits me up and he's like, yo, like, I'm, I want to go out. Let's go out. I uh, said, bet, let's do it. Comes up, grabs me. We go down to Taylor's in Sydney's. I take two shots there. I am just blasted at this point. We go to backyard first, which was, you know, it was, it was there. It was all right. Mm -hmm. um could have been better 
Could have yeah, been worse. Always, always can be. So it's not moonshine, I'm, though. No, no, it's definitely not moonshine. And as we always do, we always end up at Water Bar. Always. And we just, we ended up at Water Bar. I am just sent, gone, <laughs> so gone. And I'm dancing. It's just probably like 1230, 1 o'clock. And I keep feeling something on the back of my shoulder. I was like, what? What is this? Like, I kind of turn around, look around. I don't see anything. Like, no one's there besides the usual people jumping around. And I mean, I don't know. My time frame is not there. And so sure. I feel it again. And like, I completely turn around. And there's this girl just kind of staring at me, like kind of smiling at me. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, sounds good. Cool. And her friend comes over to me, puts her hand on my chest and says, what are you doing? And I was like, what? Your friend was <laughs> tapping me on the back. Like, all right, fine. Like, I'm not doing anything. I haven't even touched. I haven't even said a word yeah. to you. But yeah. okay, fine. That's fine respectable go back to dancing or whatever you want to call what i was doing <laughs> probably like 15 to 20 minutes later same exact thing happens friend does exactly the same thing stop go away what? okay i'm not i'm not literally i'm not paying any attention to this girl she's doing yeah, this to me what? yeah like <laughs> so that yeah. was that was that sounds like such a pv thing like, yeah. that is the most PV thing that could ever happen. Like, you and I, when we go out in PV, we're two of the most, like, respectable people out there. Because we just go out to, like, drink and have fun and, like, dance and, like, that's it. And normally we're with, like, girls. Like, we're with Aspen and Clover. Uh, excuse the nicknames. But, or we're with, like, you know, Sydney, Kylie, all them. So we're just kind of, like, looking after them, making sure they're good, being their, like, fake boyfriends when it's necessary. Like, we're not the ones that go to PV and then we go to, like, pick up girls like we do that elsewhere we just go to have fun so like like yeah just <laughs> tapping you on the shoulder you turn around and then you get the hand on your chest like yeah like <laughs> bro like you're initiating this not me i'm just doing my thing i'm trying to like i'm watching taylor just belligerently drunk as well and i'm just like okay <laughs> motherfucker gets belligerently drunk. yeah and so i'm just like okay sure and Hugo, who was driving, comes up to me eventually. He's like, all right, like, let's go. I'm like, okay, sounds good. And I see the girl, like, over there. I'm like, I'm going to just get her snap. And I truly have no idea if I got her snap. That's the last thing I remember. <laughs> all I remember is Hugo dropping me off. I walk into Sam's room, probably loud as a motherfucker. And I shine my flashlight in his face. And he opens his eyes, just like, what the fuck? I'm like, hey, Sam. And I just, like, pass out on the air mattress. He shot the flashlight in his eyes. That's gold. Yeah. Oh, well, I couldn't see. Like, I, I just couldn't see. And then, <laughs> yeah. And so then Saturday night, Sam says, I want to go out. And I was like, oh, yeah, Sam, you want to? go out so we go over to this girl's apartment who just got a new apartment and it was i guess a housewarming thing that i don't think we were really invited to it but we got like a Wait. mutual invite Allie? well no. no it wasn't her apartment no no, no. okay um Never mind. so we got a mutual invite and whatever we're just kind of doing our thing there sam and i are just kind of sitting on the couch like all right, cool. Like, 
I'm I was DDing because I said, Sam, if you're going out, I'm being sober for this because I want to make sure that I want you. I need I need as many things to go right as possible for you to go yeah. out. And I know if we have to Uber at all, you are just not going to touch it at all. Not going to happen. So I we go we I don't know. It was like eleven o'clock. They're like, all right, let's go to water bar. All right, perfect. Um, Always water bar. Oh yeah, and my cousins text me. They're like, yo, we're going to water bar too. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah, let's go. Like, hell yeah. And so they all, oh, I'm like at the bar ordering drinks for people. And because everyone's drunk except for me. Sam was doing some of the most interesting dances I've ever seen. He is Sam. Yeah. And um, I I was like, water bar. Oh yeah, so do I. I, I do all the white oh, yeah. dance moves. Oh, yeah. I make every, I make everything look bad, and with, with these, with uh, the girls' apartment, it was, uh, or the housewarming that we were doing. I was like, yo, like, let me buy you a drink, just because you know it's whatever. And I don't know why I did this, because I just went, I don't know. I just had big dick energy that night for whatever reason. I don't know why. I bought this girl two shots of 1942 and I was just like why would I do that that was such a waste like why would I do that I just spent 75 dollars just so I could watch her get drunk and me do nothing I don't know what the fuck I was doing there you go all right just the campus just what? threw 75 dollars into a fireplace for no reason yeah just yeah it. It was th- I respect it ridiculous and um essentially End of the weekend, I still have Sam's key, and now I uh, I have a key to his house, and uh, I live in his house now. <laughs> That's where he is right now. That's where you are right now, actually. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. I'm actually Post in up. Sam's house. Um, we call Sam's, Sam's mom Special K because she spent some time in Compton, and she got a rapper named Special K. So let's go, <laughs> Special K. Yeah. So. Okay, Jesus that was a Christ. long ass story. Let's uh, let's move on one. to some That's of our sports though. shit. Oh yeah, all right. Let's go to the NFL. Before we get into like the betting and all that, um, all right. I had a couple a couple of comparisons. Josh Rosen started off on the Cardinals, didn't get a fair shake. Now he's uh, the backup, I believe, in Atlanta. Um, I compare him to Tua. At the moment, like in terms of career, not this is not talent wise. Like this one is not talent wise. This is just like Rosen and Tua were both drafted high in the first round by their organizations, both thought to be the future at quarterback. Rosen was given a year in a bad system with a coach who got fired. And then he got shipped out of town when Cliff Kingsbury came in and then they took Kyler. Tua taken high high in his uh, in his draft class last last year, played on and off, but would get benched for Ryan Fitzpatrick late in football games. Then the season ends, and when this season begins, twenty twenty one, he the owner of the Dolphins wants to go get a quarterback with twenty two sexual assault allegations against him instead of letting Tua play in his first full season. So I just kind of compare the two there. Uh, with like what they've kind of gone through. Tua obviously still the starter in Miami, uh, playing pretty well. 
Um, so who knows? Maybe he'll turn it around. Maybe he'll uh, convince the organization that he is that guy. But as of right now, I see that as kind of like the – which unfair to Tua, unfair to Josh Rosen. You can attest. I was a big Josh Rosen guy when he came out. Thought he threw a great football. A um, little short, but, like, I mean, I'm a Baker Mayfield fan as I'm a Browns fan. So, like, he's six feet tall. Like, height has nothing to do with it. Uh, and clearly they managed to go shorter at quarterback, the Cardinals did, by drafting Kyler, who is my mother's height. But, um, like, yeah, so that's just kind of where I'm at. And then the second one I have is Cam Newton to Justin Herbert. This is not, again, not really skill-related because they play two different types of football. But they're built the same. They're both 6'6", about 250. They're both not afraid to run over somebody, like lower that shoulder, get into it. They both have really strong arms throw a great ball, and both are MVP caliber. Cam obviously was before he hurt his shoulder. Justin Herbert's an MVP kind of caliber dude. Uh, Probably not this year, but maybe next year. I think he can do the Josh Allen type leap one more season as he, like, progresses. But those are, like, just two kind of past to current comparisons that I kind of think about of, like, QBs at the moment. Uh, No real significance other than that. Next part, next part for the NFL. There's whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. What? All right. So I wanna, I wanna, I wanna say with Rosen and Tua, I feel like that's a good comparison because Josh Rosen definitely never got a fair shot. Like zero percent. He played on the Cardinals when he got drafted, whatever, in the top ten. Played for the Cardinals. They sucked. They had no one around him, no O-line, no weapons for wide receivers. And now he's just in oblivion because he they drafted Kyler Murray the next year because, of course, you're going to take Kyler Murray. And new coach wants his own quarterback. Wanted Kyler. Yeah. So I definitely could see that. Tua, I think it's gotten more of a shot than – than Josh Rosen had ever gotten because at least Tua, even though sure, the Dolphins have seemed to have at least stated significant interest in Deshaun Watson or did. But and then Tua, whatever comes out and says, I don't not feel wanted, wanted. but I don't no, necessarily said, I don't feel, not wanted. feel wanted. Yeah, I don't okay, not yeah. feel wanted. The, and the, so I think Tua is probably. I think he'll probably be one of those guys who will be a, a key backup player if he can't figure it out in the next year. Because I think especially I, like not this year because there's no quarterbacks really coming through this draft class that's going to be worth drafting. But maybe next year, if Tua doesn't turn this team into a better team within the next year, then I could see it them kind of going with a Another QB and two will be that like career backup guy, like um, yeah. the French trainer. I, I think if you get to the third year, which should be next year for Tua, if you get through that year, he's still not the guy. You, you can move on, no hard feelings. Like there's nothing there. But like he played half of one season last year. And in the offseason, like a rookie like that can't just, like it's very rare that a rookie's just going to pick it up day one. Justin Herbert was able to do it. Baker Mayfield was able to do it. Lamar was able to do it. Got Hey, Baker set the rookie touchdown record. He picked it up day one. You can't deny that he didn't. 
I'm not saying that he's, you know, in the upper echelon of quarterbacks, but he picked it up day one. He was able to perform. He got to the, he got 28 touchdowns in 13 and a half games. Anyway, um, Baker, Herbert, uh, Lamar, all able to pick it up on the fly. Most QBs don't though. Josh Rosen wasn't able to pick it up. Tua wasn't able to pick it up. Josh Rosen was, or Josh Allen, excuse me, wasn't able to pick it up. Um, there's another rookie. Uh, well, Daniel Jones never picked it up. Sam Darnold never picked it up. Um, still hasn't. But, uh, you know, it can take multiple years for a QB to kind of learn a system. As we've seen is with Josh Allen, he's grown year in, year out, year in, year out um, in the system, in uh, everything. So he's grown. But after nine games, I think is what Tua started last last season, the, the ownership wanted to move on from. So, like, that's kind of where I was going with the comparison. Nothing really, like, talent-based. And to this point, it's kind of gotten – like, he's he's played really well uh, the past couple of weeks. Like, he's, he's grown in the system. So, I think he will, uh, like, stay as the starter in Miami uh, more than likely going forward. But, like, just heading into the season and up until just a couple of weeks ago, it felt like ownership similar to Arizona was ready to move on from him. Yeah. Then just quickly talk about Cam yeah. and Herb. I think – I think Herbert probably has a little bit more talent and skill over Cam. Smarter, purely, too. exactly. But Cam really struggled with his accuracy a lot. Now Tua definitely, or Tua, Herbert definitely has as of recently. But it's also he's not overthrowing guys like Cam Newton would literally overthrow his six four yeah. wide receivers, six five yeah, wide yeah. receivers every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think definitely they can be compared on just like on build how they're on starting physical out. Build. Yeah, physical yeah. build and arm strength, not like accuracy wise. Herbert Herbert earlier in the year, I don't know what's happened the last three four weeks. Herbert early in the year though threw throws some of the prettiest footballs I've ever seen. Like aside from Russell Wilson's deep ball, he was he was dropping absolute like dimes. Um, but yeah, mainly I was just comparing their size. And then I think, uh, Herbert, similar to Cam can be a, uh, an MVP. Right. QB. Yeah. Agreed. And, you know, you never forget Cam did lead the Panthers to a Super Bowl the one year. So it is possible. Um, all right. So the second, second thing, before we get into the spreads, this will be kind of quick. Uh, just want to kind of hear your thoughts. There's been a lot of talk with the NFL expansion. So before the season, um the nfl and a bunch of broadcasting networks signed i think it was 10 years 110 billion dollar deal uh which is astronomical like clearly far and away we're number one uh like football's number one for sure uh nfl football is just next level so naturally what comes with that is you added a 17th game so that was why this new deal got negotiated excuse the uh sirens there in the background but uh naturally when you add another game you're going to get a new deal because that's so much more revenue yada yada so on in addition to that with that kind of money you're going to start having conversations you're going to start having conversations about like what if there's more teams so there was talk of a uh an expansion to 40 teams like not officially just like kind of speculation but the teams would be uh toronto san antonio london um uh 
St. Louis. St. Louis, thank you. Uh, that's four. Uh, there's two more. Or there's also four, four more. more. I forget them for right now. But uh, I think there was one in Portland. Um, I said yeah. San Antonio, I believe. I don't know. Anyway, um, there's expansion of like up to 40 teams, uh, anywhere from like 36 to 40. Um, so like, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, I think the QBs, I think it would be a really interesting dynamic if we did that because one of two things would happen. You'd have QBs that would be able to play in a system devoted to them. Whereas right now, 32, I think is a perfect number. I don't think the NFL should expand for a couple of reasons. I think 32 is a really good number because you have, you have QB competition at all levels at all times, aside from the Tom Brady, aside from the young rookie or not young rookie, but young, you know, 25 and under QBs that are like really starting to hit their stride. Uh, there's always QB competition because it's a what have you done for me lately. If you start getting adding in like six, four, five, six to eight more teams, you're going to have like three to four teams that are similar to the, to the Detroit Lions, where it's just like, that's hopeless. And I'm not saying Jared Goff's a bad QB, but he's not a good one. So like, uh, obviously being in Detroit does not help anybody. They are, they're bad. Like so it, it's so bad. So I think the QB pl play level could either go up to a level that we wouldn't expect to see, or it would go down, which would be what everybody kind of expects. I think it could go up because you'd have coaches that are either former head coaches or former offensive coordinators that would get into these new teams, get into this role as a head coach, but you would have this quarterback and then you'd be able to build the system around the quarterback instead of like having your QB fit into your system, which kind of is just how it goes now. Um, but and I also think in addition to that, there's just like enough surrounding talent in the NFL, like at wide receiver, at offensive line and everything like that, where you could, um, you could make enough teams to get to 36. I don't know about 40. That's a lot. I think to 36, you'd be able to get enough of those guys. Um, whether that's, you know, the means of how you would adjust the draft and all that, like that's its own thing. But I think there would be a way to get 36 teams where 34 of them are like pretty compatible, compatible, uh, competitive every season. Um, the one con I was thinking would be that the schedules would get too long. And that's what makes baseball and basketball uninteresting to me or disinteresting, not interesting, makes it not interesting to me because the schedules are so long baseball. It's a little different because it, with pitching, it's kind of worked into the rotation there, but like with basketball, there's a 80 something game long season and players are purposefully rested so i just don't i see that that could be the case here if there were to be 36 to 40 teams in the nfl and you're going to expand it you're, uh, you'd obviously have to expand the season to probably like 20 games maybe 21 games you're going to have a couple weeks in week 11 to 13 where like an older qb like we'll say ben roethlisberger He's going to take a couple, he might take a game off. Like 
if he is, you know, if you're in that kind of older age, not a Tom Brady because he's the ultra competitor type of guy, but like a Ben Roethlisberger, that type of quarterback, or, you know, a Derrick Henry type or a, an older defensive player, you might take a couple games off. Uh, like, you know, obviously you get banged up as the season goes. So if you're banged up for a week, like this is kind of what they've done with Kyler the past three weeks in the 17 game season. They said he could have played two weeks ago, but then they kind of were like, we have a bye in two weeks. Let's rest him for this game and have Colt McCoy take the reins. Colt McCoy did fine. They won. And then they go into the bye week. They basically gave him a month off of playing because for like a one to two week injury. I'm not saying the injury wasn't real. Maybe that was what kept him out. But then also with DeAndre Hopkins, they had the similar thing. D-Hop does not miss games. You know, like he plays through everything. But all of a sudden, the Cardinals come out. They show that they are a for real team that is going to compete for a championship this season. I have no doubt about that. All of a sudden, D-Hop like tweaks his hammy. And hey, hammies are no joke. Those things, those things hurt and they linger. Only thing that heals it is time. But at the same time, D-Hop's played through hammies before, and he's been fine. So my thought was that, like, even in this 17-game season, they rested DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray at least one week. Like, they could have played them. If this was a 16-game season like last year, with how competitive the NFC West is, I think they would have. But then, like, I think they would have played them. But with it being an extra week long, I think they looked at it and they were like, okay, we're going to sit him for this week and we're just going to kind of like let it, um, we'll, we'll give him the bye week to heal up and then we'll get him back after that. So, yeah, I think then uh, if you were to extend the season with expansion teams, you're just going to get to the point where like uh, you have rest games and I think then the NFL like kind of falls off a little bit. So right now, every game matters. Like, yeah, I think it's just kind of where we're at. That's, I don't think we can a- expand it. That's an interesting point. Um, I don't. I. I think with a definitely, if they were to expand the teams to even let's just say thirty six, so you add games as well. Mm-hmm. You definitely. I think you need to expand rosters. You need to make the rosters bigger so that they can have more guys on the roster. Um, definitely, like I think that would be the way because. If they were going to expand to 40 teams, if the NFL, if the, NX, if the NFL expanded to 40 teams, we would need expanded rosters, obviously expanded roster uh, draft. Um, there just need to be a lot of changes, not to mention, depending on where they put the teams, that may even like a London team, logistically, that would just be awful. Or mm-hmm. like, let's just say a West Coast team flying all the way to London. I mean, yep. that's a 10 or... 10 hour flight from About. LA. So yeah. logistically, that would be bad. And then also with that London team, if they're playing away, like they're never, they are going to have to leave like a week in advance. So like they play their game and then they fly to their away game because it's just mm-hmm. so logistically, it's just going to be so many issues. Um, and then along with the talent, I think you definitely would run into the bottom feeder teams, more bottom feeder teams, because obviously with volume, but just you see that there are clearly like there's the bottom five to 10 quarterbacks are bad. Like they are bad. So I think that number would only expand with 
more teams because you see the backups that come in. So no. So here's my argument against that is I think that there are some backups in the league that would succeed if they were the starter from day one. But I think backups don't succeed because they're not meant for that system. A lot of times they're not meant for it. Um, An example of where a a backup QB does work for the system is in Baltimore. They draft quarterbacks that are mobile to go behind Lamar so they can run the same system or they not draft, sorry. They pick up quarterbacks that are mobile that can work in a similar system to Lamar. Same with the Browns. They have Case Keenum. He's a similar type of quarterback, uh, excels best when the run's going, off of play action, that type of stuff. So those two kind of work in the system regardless of who's there. But then you have the Colt McCoy coming in for Kyler Murray. Like, that's not going to work. Like, those are those are two complete opposites. Those are could not be more different. Um, so I do think you either see a drop-off in some teams uh, if you were to expand or – you see the average quarterback, like, or you see the what would now be below average quarterback go to like average play because he's in a system meant for him. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I agree. I can, I can see that. I agree with that. Um, should we get into some uh, like spreads? Yeah, for, let's. Uh, uh, let's yeah, let's hop into uh, some of the top ones that you got. I was just gonna kind of go through all of them. We'll just say like our picks. Okay, that um, sounds good. Just real quick. All right, so we got Saints, Dallas Cowboys. This is Thursday night football. Uh, Dallas minus four and a half. Oh, I liked minus four and a half on the Saints. I mean, I Cowboys. Too. I, I do too. Like Taysom it. Hill taking first team reps in New Orleans this week. That's interesting. I, I also read that. that Zeke is going to play uh, through that knee injury. So I'm interested to see how this goes. Um, you know what? I'll take I'll take New Orleans plus four and a half. I'll make it interesting to start off. Okay. Because uh, who knows how this season's gone. Uh, Minnesota versus Detroit. Minnesota minus seven. I'm gonna take Minnesota. I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Detroit. Uh, the plus seven because I think that they okay. can make it close. Okay, there we go. Um, we have uh, Chicago Bears versus Arizona Cardinals. Arizona minus seven and a half. The thought is DeAndre and Kyler are both back. Oh, that is such a big points margin. Oh. I think I'm going to take Arizona. Yeah, it's in I Chicago. Would take, I, would take. I have not checked the weather, but I'm going to take Arizona. No, I'm going to I'm going to take the Bears plus seven and a half because I okay. think they can make it close again. Three for three. I'm disagreeing with the games. I like it. Um, all right, Atlanta Falcons versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. Eleven point spread. Uh, obviously, Tampa Bay minus eleven. Oh my God, bro. Dude, these point spreads are too big. I they're have massive. to take the Falcons plus 11, bro, because, like, these are huge. Like, they're not I, – I, I'm going to take Tampa minus 11. Like, I know the spreads are massive. I'm going to – I roll with TB12. I'm going to take it. Um, oh, my God, these are massive. Houston Texans versus Indianapolis Colts. Indy minus nine. Wait, over who, Jacksonville? Houston. Oh, Houston. I would say I'm taking the Colts minus nine. On I'm taking one. I'm taking Indy minus nine as well. Um, New York Jets versus Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Philly minus 6.5. I'm going to take Philly here. 
I think yeah, they I'm can win take... by a touchdown. That's yeah. a touchdown. Seven points covers yeah. that. I'm going to take that. Now, this is a game I don't want anything to do with. Cincinnati Bengals versus Los Angeles Chargers. Oh, God. Three points. L.A. – or, sorry, Cincinnati minus three is the is the, is the play. Uh, or is the spread, sorry. Okay. I'm taking the Chargers plus three because, really, I think that it can be close. And the Chargers have played several close games. And, honestly, you know – one week we're amazing, the next week we suck. So there's a good chance this is the week that we, we kill it. So I'm going to take the Chargers you, plus three. You know what? I'm going to have to take the Chargers plus three too. Since he just mollywhopped the Steelers. Last time they beat a division rival was the Ravens. And then they went back-to-back losses to the Jets. And, I mean, you're going to lose to the Browns in blowout fashion because we're the fucking Browns. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and roll with you. I'm going Chargers plus three. Um, if I have to pick that game, which we're going to pick them all. So, uh, oh, God, Miami Dolphins versus New York Giants. Daniel Jones is not playing. Mike Glennon is the starter. Miami minus five is the spread. I'm taking Miami minus five. That defense is too good. I'll, t- I'll take Miami minus five as well. I can't trust Mike Glennon. I don't trust Saquon. Um Las Vegas Raiders versus Washington football team. Las Vegas is favored minus two and a half. I'm taking the football team plus two and a half. Darren Waller's out. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Give me, give me Washington plus two and a half. It's the Heineke train. Um, Los Angeles Rams versus Jacksonville Jaguars. Hammer whatever the Rams uh, is. Rams are minus 13. Oh my god, that's so big. That's massive. That this has backdoor cover. This has backdoor cover written all over it. Yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, go Jacksonville. Jacksonville. It's plus thirteen. I'm, I'm, I'm Jacksonville. taking Jacksonville plus thirteen as well. Um the the Rams have looked bad recently. Give me yeah, Jacksonville. They have not looked good. I also want Jacksonville plus the thirteen. That's too many points. Oh, we get our first Pittsburgh Steelers versus Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore minus four. Uh, give me Baltimore minus four. Yeah, I'll take Baltimore minus four. Lamar in his, Lamar yeah. in his post game was pissed that he threw four picks against the Browns. Um, yeah, give me Baltimore minus four. Okay, this is going to be my play, my play of the week if uh, sports gambling is legal in California. Seahawks versus Niners. Niners are favored minus three and a half. I want I want Niners minus three and a half. Yeah, they are oh, rolling that's, that's right what I was now. Seattle's yeah. going the wrong direction. I agree. DK Metcalf didn't touch the ball until five minutes left in the fourth quarter, which is insane. Um, Kansas City Chiefs versus Denver Broncos. Chiefs minus ten. Give me the Broncos plus ten. Yeah, Chiefs don't cover. They they no. just never cover. And then game, in my opinion, game of the week. Um, it, I believe this is Monday night. We should get the Monday night Manning cast. Uh, we have Buffalo Bills versus New England Patriots. Buffalo is favored minus two and a half. In Buffalo, give me New England plus the two and a half. Yeah, I'll take New England plus the I hate to say it. I hate that they look like they're back. But, oh, my God. Mac Jones, 
you and I were on the Mac Jones train that he was going to be a good quarterback and dude, yeah. dude, dude gets it. Like he understands what being a quarterback, it's, he is, he's absurd. And then the Patriots have outscored opponents like 128 to 30 in their past, like six games. Like, I don't know how somebody yeah. does that. That's absurd. Um, but yeah, that's all the games for this week. We, uh, we'll keep track of these and we'll just, we'll see how we do next week. We disagreed on like the first half. And then I think we like agreed on every single one in the second half. Yeah. But so we'll see what it does. Um, but yeah, you got anything else? Let's see. Let's, uh, let's do a quick overview Probably. or a brief oh, okay. thing of Lincoln Riley going to USC oh, yeah. and Brian Kelly going to LSU, Lincoln Riley. Uh, you haven't heard Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley got. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Um, so here, discuss the. You say the contract because you know the contract. Okay. Or you saw it. So they paid him $110 million. I think it's over 10 years. I'm not positive on that one. Um, this is per uh, Ian Rappaport from what I saw earlier today, I believe. Um, $110 million for Lincoln Riley. They bought both of his houses in Norman, Oklahoma for $500,000 above asking price, meaning it's a million-dollar bonus on it. So they bought his two houses. They bought him a $6 million house in Los Angeles, which, considering it's in Los Angeles, is probably like 350 square feet. Um, so they bought him a $6 million home in uh, L.A., and they gave him 24-7 access to the private jet that UCLA or that USC has. Um, I think there was one more thing. No, that was it. Unlimited use of the private jet 24-7 for his family. Just had to pull it up real quick on my phone. Like, that's absurd. Okay, so I know you're not a big college football guy, but what do you think? Is how do you think Lincoln Riley's going to fare out at USC? So I'm not a big college football guy, but I follow it from a quarterback and semi coaching perspective. Um, like I'll never really be into college football uh, in the way that like you and Taylor are, but I think Lincoln Riley's going to be a big success at uh, USC. I don't know that they'll get into the college football playoff. That might be a stretch. Um, I think they can be top 10 with top 15 within two years, top 10 within three years. Um, there's already a five-star, like the top five-star recruit at quarterback, uh, I believe is he's Malachi. The, he's, yeah, he's the number two quarterback in the 2023 class. He's one of the best QBs to come out of high school, highest ranked QBs. The only one above him is Arch Manning. Yeah. So uh, thank you. Um, so he immediately committed to USC. Um, like as, basically as soon as the signing went down, I think that this fixes so many problems for USC. Um, basically when Pete Carroll left, they had, they had next to nothing. Um, not to mention like all the sanctions and stuff, but that's like its own thing. Um, but they would steamroll SEC teams like back yeah. in the Pete Carroll days. And oh, yeah. obviously college football has changed a lot, but Lincoln Riley got three quarterbacks drafted, two in the first round being Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. Baker's the GOAT. Um, they also got – he also took Jalen Hurts from Alabama, turned him into a pro-level quarterback, turned him into a Heisman contender through about six weeks of the season um, a couple of years ago. Nah, uh, through the last, whole season. He was, yeah, he was the Heisman contender the whole season, yeah. I guess through the whole season, yeah, you're right. Um, 
So he's known as the quarterback guy. Five of the top six college football quarterbacks right now all came out of California. So Lincoln going to USC helps keep the quarterbacks in California, I think. Because USC is still a very prestigious program. Trojans, everybody kind of knows them as like, they're, they're just kind of the team that fell off right now. Yes, the Pac-12 is going to be, they're going to dog walk the Pac-12 every year that Lincoln's there. I, I don't really have a doubt about that. Uh, maybe Oregon might be able to give them, give them some problems. Um, they're in the Pac-12, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't, again, just had to confirm that one. Um, I'm not big on college. But I think Lincoln Riley's going to get them a quarterback. Uh, they'll probably get some other coaches um, in his kind of coaching staff, coaching tree there. Uh, they'll step the defense up. There's a lot to fix at USC. Don't get me wrong, but uh, you're going to start with the quarterback and it's going to be Lincoln Riley. He's going to be able to re- recruit people uh, as well. So, I mean, I think it's going to, I think they're going to take off. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, Jackson Dart looked really good as a true freshman starting at USC ever since Slavis went down. Um, I think Jackson Dart next year could have a big year. I definitely think that Lincoln Riley will change the landscape at USC because Clay Helton struggled with recruiting. He lost recruits in his backyard. The most notable one as of recently is Bryce Young, who committed to USC. Um, my mom actually knows Bryce Young's mom, and they, I don't know, they work out together, whatever. I don't know. Mom stuff. And she was like, why? Yeah. Why? She asked his mom, like, why did Bryce not go to USC when he's literally from down the street? And she said, they treat him like every other recruit. Like, he's from LA. Why? They showed him LA as if he'd never been there before, but he lives here. So they just treated him like every other recruit that never been to LA. So, they struggle just recruiting in their backyard. And I think Lincoln Riley can turn that around because Lincoln Riley can recruit because that was Clay Helton's biggest issue is that he could not recruit. And also his culture was just horse shit at USC. There was yeah. no heart, nothing. So recruiting in college is the number one thing you need to do. Like, yeah, it's all recruiting. If you get a college kid that's 17 years old to buy into something, that's all you need. Exactly. That's why Saban's so, so good. Exactly. So I think I definitely think that this is going to do big things for USC. Um, I don't know about next year being a I could see them next year, like going eight and four. I don't know if they'll necessarily be top 25 next year, um, just because I think that this is going to take a year or two to turn it around. Knowing the USC faithful, um, I went to about half of their games this last season or this season, knowing the USC faithful, they're going to expect winning right away. So I think. Mm -hmm they're going to have to be patient with them. They're going to have to give them at least a year to kind of turn around the sinking ship. But I think within two to three years, they're going to be a top 10, 10 top 10 team easily. So mm-hmm. see how it goes. I agree. We'll see how it goes. I agree. All right. Uh, we'll talk about Brian Kelly next week. If uh, Taylor hops on, he's sick at the moment. That. So we'll, uh, we'll get into that one next week. All right. Yeah. Um, That's a nine year, $95 million deal. For Brian God, Kelly damn. as well. But, yeah, we'll get into what that means, implications all next week. He does not have unlimited access to a private jet, though. So, clearly, USC over LSU all day, every day, maybe. Exactly. And uh, that private jet was gold. I just want to say that. Straight out of GTA. So, all right, we'll wrap it up. Um, thanks for listening. Ryan, you got anything you want to say? Uh, no, I was rocking the Bart Starr jersey today. 
Um, always a legend. Uh, that's basically all I got. Good to be back. We'll uh, be back next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I never discussed what I'm wearing. I'm wearing a, uh, let's see, fortune cookie and some chow mein. Um, please, I'm not cultural appropriating. I'm just wearing a cool shirt. Um, all right. Yeah. Follow us on TikTok <laughs> at uh, Degenerates Uncensored. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Degenerates Uncensored. We've got a link tree if you want to click on that in the bio. We don't have There's an OnlyFans. No OnlyFans, though. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. You're not going to see me doing anything on OnlyFans. Um, yeah, I can't shoot ping. I can't shoot ping pong balls out of my ass. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. 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 That's not going to work. Um. So yeah. Once again, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll be back next week. Peace.